welcome to All Talk FC with your boys Chris, Danny and Mark. Today we talk about the first weekend in football, we go through our results league, talk about fantasy football, get into some segments and um, see where we go. Big weekend of football, our first weekend. Um, I've definitely got a few things to say about my Arsenal, I'm sure the boys have got something about Manchester United, but um, yeah, how's everyone doing? Yeah, all good. Fair. Sort of an uneventful opening weekend. Pretty much could have called every single match. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I thought it was good. What result it. surprised you? Well, why don't we? Why don't we just start from Friday then? Yeah. What Man United? Uh, Man United, Leicester City. I know we all watched that for sure. Um, you both are big, big, big Man United fans. Uh, Mark. Yeah, it was exciting start. We thought new season, all the. Pessimism. Pessimism. Yeah. Pessimism leading into the game. I was, Words are hard. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure. But, uh, yeah, not as much pressure that was on Man United. They uh, definitely started well, but then just went off. Like, Leicester started to dominate for long periods. Uh, it was period, like, you were watching the game thinking, oh, same old United here, actually. The early goal almost didn't help us. Some teams will get an early goal and think, okay, let's kill them off now while, while we're on top. We get an early goal and think, if we keep a clean sheet, game over. So. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking after the game. A lot of um, teams have, have obviously upgraded, got transfers, um, and maybe trying to have a different look. But I left that game thinking, same old United under Mourinho. It, yeah. yeah, it was 10 minutes of greatness and 80 minutes of the same. Literally the same. Um, yeah, we're going to the new signing. So Fred, he's energetic, which is what Man United needs. Yeah, I like him. I, I like how he looks. I just there's long periods where I thought he's a red card waiting to happen. I was gonna, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, that. But, I was gonna say yeah, that. but Skulls made a career out of being a red card waiting yeah. to happen. So you you can't just judge something. Well, no, there's a difference because I feel like his 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 sort of um, indiscretions could have been something that he's gonna get sanctioned for after he kicked out twice, which I counted. Literally kicked out on uh, out of a player, so you kind of think, oh. Yeah, I think judging a player who's not on a yellow card and then seeing how they react once they're booked will show intelligence. Because you can see a player get away with a tackle and you think, oh, he should have got booked. Then he goes in again, does get booked. It's different to when he's on a yellow. So once he got a yellow, he did. For a little while, I thought, I know, mainly because he's in my fantasy team. And I was panicking, but I was... Uh, he seemed to calm down after that, but I think he just adds energy. I think when you look at our team, we just don't really have much energy, and yeah, he I just brings a bit agree. of pace into the middle. Were you surprised that Pogba was captain? No, not at all. No, Pogba, that, Pogba rules that place. I think when you look around, that who else would have been captain? Maybe De Gea, De Gea but yeah. I'm never really a big fan of a goalkeeper being captain because all he all we can do is scream at the back four. So unless they relay the message. Um, I, I prefer a midfielder as a captain. So I, I think when you look around, look at the back four, would it be Luke, Sean? No. Lindelof, Bailey? No. Damien? <laughs> Definitely might, not. Is he still going to be there? Yeah, he might not Probably be a Man not. United player at the time of listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. So I, I think actually you kind of start getting by default he, the, what other choices. So Yeah, no, I'm with you completely. And also, I think if you look at how he is in the tip, like he should be the captain, he should lead, like his, his position, how he plays, the type of player he is, he should be the guy dominating the ball, dominating the game, leading by example, just like Gerard Lampard, all those guys used to do, that's why they were captain, that's, that's what he should do, so I think that's Mourinho saying to him, you're the man, you're, you're the captain of this team, you're the guy who has to go out and lead, and be the, like, because he can be as good as he wants, it's basically whatever Pogba decides to turn up is how good United are going to play, so uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think that was weird at all to be honest. Um, is there any point in talking about Leicester in terms of the game? Is anything notable about Madison? Then we, Madison. we called him out last week. Yes, I mean he looks a good player. Looks a really good player. I think it was a, a big mistake that they took Madison off. Um, as soon as he went off, they lost their shape. They wasn't able to string any pass together, in my opinion. What does that tell us about Leicester this season, though? They've just gone and bought some twenty-one-year-old who's a good championship player. Clearly, we talked about it, but he's suddenly their main man in his first in his debut. I, yeah. I do worry about Leicester a little. Well, they never had Vardy. They never had their new sign-in. Um, 
I think it's tough to judge on the first game of the season. We were, we were only saying the last podcast how teams wouldn't be fully strength going into the first week. There's a lot of odd team selections, in my opinion, but we can get I into thought it's World Cup related, for sure. You say um, that, but Pogba was playing... Um, yeah, but who else would play? Right? You look at it, Herrera's out, Matic is out. Yeah. All right, McTominay could have started, but Pogba would have had to be on the bench anyway. And like we said, who else is going to captain the team? So I think, actually, annoyingly for me, we were talking about fantasy football, actually, annoyingly, if you actually sat down and thought about it, it was a no-brainer that he would play. And then it's just... Oh, the biggest shock for me is he took a penalty. What the hell? He's the captain. It? Yeah, but ah, oh, Sanchez. Like, just he needs he needs a goal. Let him the, have one. It was the penalty. What was the Italian striker? Zaza. <laughs> Zaza. It was the penalty that Zaza tried to take. <laughs> yeah. so. I love that run up, David. Yeah. I love that run up. Oh, so forever, you know that you know. You've got to score, though. You have got to, to score. Have to. Um, uh, the return of Luke Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, love it. I want to say it was one of my predictions of the season. Yeah, was. You yeah, should have already been in the England team right now with Danny Rose looking like he might go on loan. To well, let's say, well, let's, we're not say, we're not saying that Luke Shaw necessarily lacks ability. It's his ability to stay on the field, which is the, his problem. His problem. Well, so. I, I don't know. Like, you, you listen to him. I don't know if you heard his interview yesterday. Did his you? interview was actually awesome, or Friday, whatever it was. I really liked his interview. It was really honest. Like it was, you, you can tell he's he really meant, he meant it. And he was talking about how all he wanted to do this year was just prove he should be in the team, prove he should be number one. Saying all the right kind of things. And you think, how have three managers in a row had such a problem with you and all insulted you, all said you're unfair, all said you're not trying? Like, what, what is he it? is a bit chubby. What is it about him, though? I, yeah, I think the test comes during the season. So if he has a period off the, off the starting 11 or he's not near the team, what kind of lifestyle is he living? Because he, he clearly has to lead quite a healthy lifestyle just to stay in shape so I yeah. think the test will come once Ashley Young's back and if he's not in the team and see how he reacts I, I think listening to it in all honesty I thought Luke Shaw was quality until he broke his leg and oh for sure we've seen some players never really recover after a broken leg so to yeah. see him even back and hitting kind of the heights he was in the Van Gaal days yeah, um, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Does it show you um, any indication of how your season's going to go? Anything you didn't know before, or any kind of hopes, doubts? I, I don't know how much hope it fills me with. I was kind of I don't know. I kind of had this this small glimmer of hope that maybe with all the stuff Mourinho was doing, it was a bit of a mind game, and actually we're going to go out and sh- like play the old United way, really attacking all of that. But I don't know what I was thinking. It's the same old Mourinho. Well, you say the old Man United way, but this is Mourinho's way. This is yeah, Mourinho's that's what I mean. Yeah. That's not Man United's way, it's Mourinho's way. And I get yeah. that, that's fine. You get him for short-term wins, and we needed short-term wins after what happened with Moyes and Van Gaal. So he came, he's won a few trophies, he got some top four. You know, He's done what you want him to do. It's just, you, we all knew before he got the job, we all knew what was coming, we all knew what was going to happen. We all talked about, in three years' time, we're going to be talking about he might be leaving, and... Surprise, surprise, we're third year and we're talking about he might be leaving, you know. So I, I don't know why we're surprised anymore. Uh, no, I just, I, I just think we've got to be careful not to just dismiss Leicester like they're a championship team. We are, well, 2-1 against Leicester, not the greatest performance, but when you look through the season, you have the top six. You try and get as many points as you can out of the, the top six games. And then when you look at the rest of the league... Leicester are probably the next in line who you would worry about. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're they're probably relegation. Back, they're not getting. I mean, relegated. what they're, they're not, not getting relegated. Come on, that's, I, I know you're saying they're not they're by far and away not the worst team in the league. Totally no, get that. But they were half. They weren't full strength. I know United weren't either, but they weren't full strength. And I, I don't know. It just wasn't a good performance. But I'm still I'm still hopeful. And I was actually thinking earlier. We talked last week about top four, and I just wrote United off and was like, no, Mourinho's crumbling. It's going to be a fifth place. I'm maybe coming around, maybe. Um, let's talk about Everton Wolverhampton. Yes, please. Uh, one of the better games on oh, Saturday. Was that not game of the weekend? I thought it was game of the weekend. Um, from, it's always tough to tell because it was a two-two. I saw the highlights and read the reports of the game, but it's always tough when you don't watch the full ninety minutes. So yeah, I, I watched so. Because, I mean, I was busy this weekend, so I didn't watch as much football as I wanted. But I did spend quite a lot of today looking at loads of extended highlights because I just wanted to watch as much of it as I could. And actually, the Everton Wolves game was the one I thought. It was like, it was four goals, it was a red card, it was an awesome free kick. 
There was two awesome, like awesome um, new signings performing well. Really like the look of Wolves. Love Nuno Santo. Have you seen his beard? Wolves manager. Yeah. Absolute quality. Yeah. So just everything about that was great. Terrible referee decisions. It was just everything. So, well, let's uh, let's talk about terrible decisions. The red card. Phil Jagielka's red card. Was it a red card or not? Yes. No. I'm I'm conflicted, but I have to say yes as well. I, wow. Okay. I think what? I think the tackle itself is borderline harsh red but the position of the in the field as well had he not taken him out he was through on goal so i think when you put both together it had to me it, it had to be a red because jagielka had a bad touch the guy came in to nick it round him he came in it was a bad tackle it was a what they like to call an orange card tackle in a pos- in a bad position so didn't know we had alan Shearer with us today <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly uh, how was that a red card he got the ball first i look get it and you watch it in slow motion as much as you like it looks horrible his studs hit the ankle whatever it looks bad we look at that in real time look where the ball goes he clearly gets the ball first then takes the man the guy doesn't back heel it like jagoka gets the ball and it goes in that direction away from the goal he got the ball. I get, and it's a it's a yellow card at worst. It's not a red card. See, I don't think I don't think it is as clear and obvious that he necessarily got the ball. Maybe once you look at the replay, a just watch times, it in real time. But every single time you can tell look at where the ball goes. Yeah, I get that. But the thing for me is in 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 instances like this is that even in slow motion, any time I look at a tackle and it makes me cringe that you could do some devastating damage to someone's ligaments. That has to be. A red card, in my opinion, and I know Alan Shearer was saying the rules of the the game and stuff like that. It's not even that for me. It's the fact that that guy's ankles turned massively. He could have torn it up massively. He could have injured him massively. That has to be a red card. It's harsh. It's harsh. You have to have more control. He lunged at him, and he um. It but if just, he doesn't do that, he doesn't get to the ball. And therefore, the players yeah. throw probably score. Well, but that's it, though. But, but that's he what he gets to the, So he lunges because he knows he has to, to get the ball. He lunges because he, he panics. He's had a bad touch. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, I'm going to give a goal away. He's probably even thinking, do you know what? I'll take a red to not be at fault for this. But he's potentially taking someone out for an extended period of time as well. That is a vicious tackle. We'll have to agree to disagree on that. Yeah. We will have to, because that was, um, I just think it's a bad tackle. But, Fair enough. Um, However, Neves. What performance? Yeah, I would, I would call Pickford out. Like I know it's been. Oh, I knew you were gonna do this. Come on, that's not Pickford. That's a great free kick. I, I'm not, no, he's not his fault, but he does. He does the obvious thing where he doesn't trust his wall. His wall, so he steps to the right and then gets beat. That it wasn't even in the corner. That, that is a pet peeve of mine. If you're gonna set up a wall, then trust the wall to do its job. Otherwise, stick a man. And, and if goal. you're gonna be beaten on your side, it has to go in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the ball did not go in the top corner. I know by the time it hits the net, it might look like it from angles out, but when you see it, it's probably two, three yards inside his post. It's, even still, the free kick was good, but I think oh, just his all, his all round his all round game. Just yeah, he was player, player he of the was season, wasn't he? In the championship. Yeah, he was their best player last year. That's why at the start of the transfer window, we were talking about it. Man United, there was rumours of Man United wanting to get him for some stupid money. There was sort of like, who's this young Portuguese kid who's like eighteen and captain of Porto and playing like winning stuff for the under 21s in Portugal but he looked good he looked really good yeah I think he looked classy he looked like he was running things in the middle of the field um, his assist his assist was class unbelievable yeah, yeah great balls great control uh, for their team um, you can clearly see that if Wolves are going to do something big in this league it's going to be through him there's no doubt about it and the fact that he's only he's so cheap on fantasy football oh, he's in straight away all Absolutely. in all day yeah. unbelievable I'm annoyed because I got held a Costa instead, who's also five million. A few people out there, I see. Yeah, but Costa looks good, and he also and he played more advanced, and he plays. And actually, if you look at him now, he's like remember that season when Bale went from like a child to an adult just in about a month. Yeah. You know, and he just suddenly turned Massive. up. And you're like, who is this huge guy? Yeah. Held a Costa's basically had that moment where if you look at him last season, he was like this sort of weedy kid running around. He's massive. He's just, I don't know what he's been doing over the summer. Is he going to fail the sniff test? Uh, maybe. But Mexican supplements, maybe. Uh, I just that literally the only reason I went for him over Neves because of the same price is because of that. I looked at him and thought he just looks. And he like plays above the pit. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it is frustrating because Neves got the goal of the season last year, didn't he? In the yeah, that, oh, that was close. And I remember, I remember was that thinking, free kick? no, no, it's it like a volley, volley from about forty yards. It's yeah. crazy. And I remember thinking, 
I'm going to have him in my team next season. <laughs> yeah, I think it just never that. even occurred to me that when I was building my team to, to put him in. I, I, I think as well, because Wolves made so many sign-ins, yeah. I was unsure what team they were going to play. Wasn't it the most number of Portuguese players in a... Yeah, well, they had five Portuguese players starting. Starting at 11. Yeah, so. yeah Nuno Santos building the new Portugal squad out of Wolves. Everton and McCarlison. Well, are no deal... Yeah, oh, they're always uh, making but, us look silly. I, call, I called it. I sort of put him in my team, and, and I did. And it, it worked out well. Is he um, now injured? No, no, he just limped off. I was reading earlier. He's already fine. He'll be back. Um, I mean, scrappy goal. Scrappy goal. Say, well, the first goal was scrappy. Sorry, his second goal was good. The second goal was class. Yeah. See, but even with that second goal, I feel like more times than not, that's going to hit the defender in front of him. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why. There's something about that goal where I was like. Uh, yeah, I don't want him taking them kind of chances because that's a purely selfish chance. The guy's right in front of him. If it, like ninety percent of the time, that's going to end to nothing. But that's how you get fifteen, twenty goals a season. Yeah, you but you but, take chances like that. But then you have then you're wasting chances for your entire team. Maybe well, you should make a pass. Look how many chances you wasted. Like we talked about it last week, he's like the player with the highest wasted percentage yeah. of all players. So. Well, exactly. Like I, I don't think we should sort of call ourselves out too bad on that no deal at the moment. Um, maybe he'll get ten or fifteen goals. Maybe not, but. Let's wait a little bit to see if he actually produces like he did uh, um, in opening day fixtures. Yeah. Um, One of the other things I was thinking, um, last week we were talking about who's going to go down. We were predicting like the bottom three. Mm. And I was laughing. I was look- so we, we said, I think we said Brighton, Cardiff, Huddersfield maybe. We maybe mentioned one or two others, Newcastle, Southampton. Yeah. Uh, Brighton didn't have a single shot on goal. Ooh. Cardiff had one shot on goal right at the end and they're playing Bournemouth, who's probably the worst defence in the league. I mean, these... They, they look really bad. Well, you say, you say that, but Bournemouth look pretty good. They look but like... Defensively, they always let in the most goals. I mean, they, 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 they will always have four well, goals. they are against Cardiff four City. Four threes. <laughs> but, uh, just those... Bright, Brighton and Cardiff and Huddersfield just looked awful. I was, I was laughing, thinking, I think we nailed that. Um, I remember I, last season... Um, Ryan Fraser was almost going to be one of them guys at the beginning of fantasy football. You think, oh, he could be like a sneaky little pick. Yeah. Um, Cheap guy. I think he might still be the same price, but he got man of the match. Uh, um, he was great. That game. He yeah. Was great. Yeah, yeah, he was good. It was a comfortable win for Bournemouth. Eddie Howe said before the game, this is the best squad he's ever managed. He's confident about this season. I think Bournemouth just, they just seem to be gradually improving a small bit each season. I think this might be the first season where we wouldn't even really consider them in the relegation battle. Well, Eddie Howe, get this. Eddie Howe is the longest-serving Premier League manager. How does that feel? Eddie Howe, the guy who, a few years ago, we were like, no, he's too young to take a big job. He's the longest-serving Premier League manager. It's ridiculous. That is weird, coming out of your mouth, yeah. <laughs> doesn't feel right, does it? But that's, no. that's what you mean. Like Bournemouth have been, what, six years now in the Prem or something? Five years? Yeah. So, And he's built a small squad. I think he was saying when everyone's fit, they might have 22 first-team seniors. And what is it, 25 you can have? Yeah, yeah, I think I think he was he was saying he's got quite a small team, but he's gone for quality, and obviously hoping that some youth players come through. I have to say though, worst decision of the weekend from that game for sure. That Callum Wilson penalty. Did, tell me you saw that. Yeah, that he tripped himself up, right? That, that was, was not bad. a penalty. No, that definitely wasn't a penalty. That was um, friend classic. That yeah, was. no, that's um, that's just harsh, man. That's just harsh. He's he's. Tripped over his own feet doing the step over. It's like me doing that. Yes, it's like what I was going to say. Um, literally like you. Yeah, there's night. absolutely no way that's a penalty. Um, <laughs> At least he missed it. At least he knew deep down and he missed it. Ball yeah. don't lie. Ball don't lie. Yeah. Um, Crystal Palace and Fulham. So, solid Palace. Yeah. I, I think Roy Hodgson hasn't following his plan. They they always say Hodgson takes about six six months before teams fully fully start following him. Yeah. It's quite good because I think going into the season, you, a lot of people would accuse Palace of being a, a one-player team. So Zaha. With Zaha. Yeah. But actually... Oh, Mihailovic. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not going to do it, all, do it again, is he? No. He's not going to go and get 10, 12 goals. But, but they do have a two good wing-back. Oh, that, that young wing-back. That's like his sixth or seventh Premier League game ever. Yeah. And the guy, he looked unbelievable. Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Yeah. He looked absolutely unbelievable. Call him out. Shout out. Um, 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0.
uh, Zaha. Um, yeah. A lot of expectation uh, with him over the last few years. His finish, the best word I would use to describe that was educated. Like in the past, I feel like one on one with the goalkeeper, he, a lot of strikers um, and like him probably would have messed it up a little bit. Maybe not necessarily beating the keeper as he should, and just 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 placed it, just placed it as the goalkeeper slides into the side. Um, maybe he's making strides forward. I think obviously last year I thought was probably more of his breakout season, but to carry that on, usually everyone looks for the second season of playing it big. Um, He's Hopefully great. he does that. He's great. Um, why Spurs didn't sign him? They probably could have got him if they threw enough money at it. He, he, do you perfect think? For them. Do you think his perfect. time? At, do you think his time at Man United has kind of scared off some of the bigger teams? Maybe, maybe. I yeah. I also think he needs a manager to coach him. So well, that's why Potts, I think that's yeah. where it went wrong with Manchester United. I he was signed for the future, and as soon as Moyes, as soon as we went in, Man United went into the manager cycle, the merry-go-round, there is, there is a lack of coaching. And I think when you go down the league, teams like Palace, they can't afford to just change players if they don't perform. So they do have to coach. So I think he is a player who needs a bit of instruction. He, the reason you say he's educated finish is because they'll gamble him up front. Mm. He was a, a tricky winger yeah. when, when he was younger. And to realise, OK, we'll put him up front, we'll give him some coaching on finishing and it works but in a top club I just don't think they coach although Tottenham probably out of the top teams do have one of the better coaches that's why so. I was thinking that's, it's such a perfect match I just can't believe they didn't go out and get him perfect match really? yeah Zaha and Tottenham I don't know why they didn't get him it's well, exactly the player they need let's not talk about it too much but a lot of people's uh, um, sort of outlook on Spurs not signing players as well, or the ability to get players is that who do you take out of their starting lineup. But it's not always about having to replace someone in the starting lineup. It's about having someone as good as your starting lineup for injuries, for they are gonna be in four competitions. Yeah but for him for him as a player who's probably gonna want to start every week, would he rather stay at Crystal Palace where he's gonna be coached and he's gonna be the main guy, he's gonna be that player that they're gonna look to to improve or is he gonna be a player who's gonna have to fight for his position in a starting eleven that's already established itself um looking to push forwards. I mean he doesn't want to put himself in a position where he um, uh, is going to have to fight for position, probably not win. I also oh. think the wages would, m- would matter. I don't, I'd... For Zaha? Yeah. Okay. I've, well, because if he went to Tottenham, what would he earn? No idea. But not he as bet- much as if he went to Man United. Well, Again. but he probably wouldn't be earning that much. Uh, he could be Palace's top earner. Absolutely. Oh, he could sure. be on a similar wage. Or maybe Benteke. Tottenham, so. I think he came on a massive contract, but anyway. But yeah, so I think... In terms of earnings, he'll probably earn a similar amount of money at Palace as he would at Tottenham. Yeah, but he's so, playing Champions League. Has he got the ambition to try and show the world that he's, he's as good as he I is? I hope so, not? but he might be aiming higher. Maybe. He might think, I go to Tottenham, I might be a bit part player. Or I stay at Palace, earn the same amount of money, and then get a bigger team. If he carries on like he did last season, there would be top clubs around Europe looking at him. And bearing in mind, he's got to find a way to pay for them teeth because I know they're not real. Um, Tottenham Hotspurs versus Newcastle United. Yeah. 2-1 to the Tottenham Hotspurs. Um, I think we have... technology. That's about all I've got to say about that. Worked yeah, again. Worked Correct. well. Well done. Good stuff. Um, Ali had a good game. Yeah. So after us saying about his World Cup wasn't particularly great, he, he almost went into the World Cup with people saying he's overrated and ended the World Cup starting the season. And after this game, I was hearing how people were saying he was underrated. <laughs> so he's, he's sort of swung opinions in 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to say actually about um, Newcastle's goalkeeper, because I, I, I remember looking at goalkeepers on fantasy football and he was 5.0 and I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is. Who, Dubravka? Yeah. He's the guy, who, we talked about him last season. Did we? He, yeah. he came back end of last season. Yeah, I know. I know he did that, but he's gone up in price. Oh, is and it? I don't understand why. And during that game, he was He's making dropped. save after yeah. save after save after save. If Newcastle have any chance at doing well, I think they're going to have to keep him healthy and he's going to have to be massive for them. Newcastle massive. should have got points out of that game. They should have at least got... Yeah. They had plenty yeah. of chances. Tom did not play well. They got out like, They got out with three points somehow there, but they got that lucky that Tom got <laughs> head of it, just went over the line and then... Obviously, Ali's goal was, I mean, pure class. That what, ball what do you think of um, the army? Because I remember a few years ago when he was playing for West Ham and Arsenal needed a player in midfield. And I, I like him. I still like him and I wanted him. But for whatever reason, I don't, he's, he's never going to big clubs. 
I I like him. He he's one of these people that looks like he's ice skating on the pit. Yeah. So some, sometimes he can pick the ball up, go ten yards in three strides, and you just think, why can't you do this more often? He's, like he's, this... a, he's a poor man's Yari Torre. That's that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's an effort thing. And then uh, for the last Saturday game, I guess it's uh, Chelsea and Huddersfield. Not much to talk about there. Three 0 Well, the the biggest thing, penalty of the weekend. Jorginho has a class penalty. Yeah, absolute class. The my question now is, when Hazard comes back next week, does he go, put, go back on pens, or is this Jorginho just taking pens off him? Well, hopefully, <laughs> it did well for me and my team. Hopefully, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, they looked good. Sami has a apparently this Sari method. I don't know if it was on full display on the weekend. but uh... No, but I, I think the way Sari plays, it's not going to be straight away. It, it, he, no. You can't, certain systems, you can't just come straight in. You also, play. of all the teams to go in and change, like Chelsea, because of Conte, like he spent two years, literally every single day, drilling one type of play, way to play football, that back five, the way they played, everyone, and you could see it in Alonso, just how he's never he just doesn't know anything other than that because he was that's how he played before Fiorentina that's how he played at Chelsea all of a sudden he's now in the back four alright he did alright and they, they won and alright Huddersfield are great but I think it will take time but yeah. it should be exciting I think we've now seen the last of Alonso like Do you really, under, you under Conte it was a massive surprise he was getting forward but it was like an invisible wall no, no Alonso Alonso the season uh, Alonso for a couple of seasons was doing really well. He, yeah, the but this season there's like a if you if you watch there's like an invisible wall on the halfway line. <laughs> He's not allowed past it. I have to and have a look. Yeah. He's yeah. still got free. He, kick in he is he is restricted. So don't expect the same attacking output that you've seen. From no, him completely. Him. But that that's yeah, I agree with you because how Conte plays, he relies on what well, was Moses and Alonso. They were the key. Like they, those running wing backs was how he played. Sorry, doesn't do that. Sorry, relies on the, the midfield. So, Aaron Kante and Jorginho and whoever else, well, Barkley at this point, but whoever else in the middle, that's what he relies on to, for creativity. So, it's completely different. It's funny though, at that price, I still cannot bring myself to buy a defender that, that scores almost every game. It's just too much. Like, defender, was it 6.5? It's too much. Yeah, I think we'll see. He'll probably end the season as one of the most overpriced. Yeah, FBL yeah, could be, could be. Because the change in system. He, It'd be like that year, Sanchez. Talking to Chelsea, year. did anyone see Williams' uh, interview after? Saying what, that, when he was back, saying about Conte? Yeah, but they said... I didn't see it, but so I heard about it. He said that it's a much more fun atmosphere, everyone's getting on, and he would not be there had Conte remained as manager. So we had a few in- funny interviews, because there was also Pogba's one yeah. after the game, which said, I want to say what I really want, but I'd get fined. So <laughs> he's... Dropping a hint, everyone put that down to Mourinho. But when you listen to the whole thing in context, it I don't know who it's digged at. I, if you take that one line that says, I don't know, um, if you take that one line, it looks bad. But yeah, you ha- I think you have to take these things in context. But with William, it was, there's no way to take it out of context. Was I um, living under a rock? Did they, did he, was this a known thing last season or the last few seasons or well, has it just come out? No, nah, so um, I think it, I don't know if there was anything before. The first thing I saw of it, you know when they won the, was it the FA Cup and he his picture on Instagram, he basically, it was a picture of all the team with the cup and he'd used the trophy emoji, basically, and he'd used loads of them to cover up Conte. <clears throat> so it was all the team and he'd covered up him with the trophy and a uh, winning team or something like that. And, now, and he's just come out now and said, oh, my daughter took my phone and it's like, come on, no, no she didn't. But that was the kind of first in, initial one. Right. And that's why Barcelona made a bid for him. Because they were like, well, Player we'll power at Chelsea. Who'd have guessed it? <laughs> we'll become the main United. <laughs> Coming to a show near you in Manchester. Yeah. Oh, actually, so we missed one game on Saturday, which was uh, Watford and Brighton. Um, Brighton did not have a shot on goal. How's that? Uh, comment. I think that's great analysis. Thanks. On to Sunday's games. Um, we could only really talk about two games. Um because Southampton and Burnley nil nil. Yeah, there was a anything it? worth noting or just move well, on? just why did Cedric come off after, <laughs> after fifty five minutes? Well, he, had, he didn't have a good preseason. Five more minutes and it would have been a clean sheet. I have to say, <laughs> I feel really bad saying it. I probably shouldn't, but I, as I was watching the highlights, all I just all I kept thinking. You know, they brought that new Danish guy Vestergaard, this massive Danish wall. 
So, years ago, it used to be a joke that I think it was Luke Chadwick, the ugliest player in the Premier League. Yeah. I think Vestergaard is the ugliest player in the Premier League. I'm looking at him now and he is um, he yeah, is he's my, quite a horrid looking like, man. He's like, a, it's like Rooney and uh, what's it, Jimmy Bullard had a love child or side. Just he looks not. like the great Khalid, the <laughs> he's wrestler. So, he's just, <laughs> I was watching the highlights thinking, oh, how unfortunate that you look like that. Um, but that was about it, as much as I took notice of that game. So, yeah, yeah that's... But is that a good result for Southampton? It's a good result for well, both, I ba- imagine. Based on the, actually, based on the stats, based on how they play, Southampton were awful. So, yeah, they, they scraped a nil-nil at home to Burnley. Seeing as that was one of your predictions. Yeah, we'll get to that. I know. I, um, not I just, that. I meant you, your prediction to go down. Oh, yeah. I'm, I thought you meant my prediction to win. Yeah. <laughs> but come on, Burnley have had three games in the last ten days. I was like, they must be tired. Nope, apparently not. And that lack of depth is probably going to hit them yeah, for sure. at some point. For sure. um, the two big games, who do you want to go first? I wanna, I've got quite a lot to talk about the Arsenal. Right, well, we're Liverpool, already halfway through, so you better, you better be quick. Yeah. Go on, let's talk about Arsenal. 2-0 um, against Man City. I wasn't expecting great things. What I was expecting was at least to see something a little bit different. I was really disappointed in some of the selections that he picked. Um, why he still went with Granit Xhaka, I'm not a big fan of his. Um, I was hoping to see the new Uruguayan fella. Petr I mean, why did they buy him, Leno? Uh, did they buy him to be the starting goalkeeper? Well, we, we had this conversation last week. He's not a starting... Leno is yeah. not a yeah, but Why would you buy a 25-year-old goalkeeper about to enter his prime? Um, he's already a starting... Uh, goalkeeper in a big league. I don't understand but why you keepers get... don't hit their prime sometimes till yeah. they're thirty. Well, so you bought him now just to sit on the bench. Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, I don't well, like it. Or Czech nearly scored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's good. Oh, Czech's not good with his feet. Is he? Yeah, oh, he's and not then... really enjoy... To be fair, if Leno's half decent with his feet, he probably has a chance because the way um, Unai Emery wants to play looks like it's all about playing out the back and playing short passes. So I do. Yeah, I Czech agree, but. I don't see too many teams pressing the way City press, so no. Czech could not be good with his feet and most of the time get away with it. But yeah. against a, a Manchester City team, they, they, they know how to press, they press intelligently, they don't just chase players down. Well, that, I mean, that's the least of my worries. Like, we, won, we, we lost 2-0 and that was, I think, because we lost that game. I don't necessarily think Man City took that game because I don't even think they looked massively impressive. The only player that I thought looked impressive was Raheem Sterling. I did not know what he was on. Um, yeah. Obviously, has many, many critics, but not Mendy. Uh, well, Mendy. He's class. Yeah, Mendy you're class. right. But I think Sterling, Sterling, Sterling for me was he. He clearly went in there with uh, sort of a, a, an attitude in mind that he just wants to take this game over. Did I mean, he doesn't score goals like that. He just doesn't. He's got a few. Like, no, you're right. Most of, in last, last spot, most of them last season were tappings, but most of last season he played on the other side. So now he can cut in on his right foot. Maybe it's another bit of Guardiola magic. Did you talk about Mendy though? Just remember, did you see Guardiola's tweet? Which quality? So Man City uh, yesterday after the game, Man City tweeted a pep like a comment from Pep, and it was aimed at Mendy. And it's I can't remember exactly, but it said something like um, he could be like he could be great. He shows um, glimpses of greatness, but he needs to get off social media yeah. and uh, pull his instantly. The first response was Mendy. He's <laughs> like, I will, boss. I promise. Smiley face. <laughs> yeah, no, he um, was he was class. Um, I do want to. I was impressed with David Luiz. Playing for Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not, no, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, meant got, to be good, to be I thought he was good. I thought he was pretty brave. He, 19. Th- there was clearly instruction to pass the ball out. He's 19 years old and he was the only one showing. A couple of times he got a bit lucky. His touch was hit both legs, and he, but he would keep hold of it. But the fact that he would do that and then still want the ball again, I. I I honestly thought I saw a bit of a talent there. I yeah, have, I, I have, I have high hopes. He's not quite on the hype train just yet, but he, what, nineteen years old. He's rangy. He's big. He's strong. Um, he's quite quick for his size. Once he gets into that grown man body, he had um a good pass control over the ball. He's going to be a true box to box midfielder, I think. And if it's almost like in this day and age, buying a player at nineteen years of age is kind of like oh. We're going to miss his prime because if he's any good by but in two, three years' time, he's going to go to a big club. But um, he was probably the only highlight for me in terms of Ars- uh, Arsenal. Yeah. Um, Aubameyang looked 
like it can be asked. A I lot thought, of the time. like, I know we've got like the whole. I actually thought Arsenal looked good once Lacazette came on. I agree. And um, they've obviously played pre-season with them both. Gone into this game, had to change how they play, and they looked a bit lost to be honest. Aubameyang yeah. was making runs. That Mikatarian was awful. He he was shocking. But we, we know from watching him week in, week out, May United, he has games like that. Yeah. He can be unbelievable and he can go missing. And the problem with that, when you've got an Ozil who can do that and Mkhitaryan who can do that, potentially if a Batman can do that too, all of a sudden you've got two or three players in that 11 who can go missing. And you can't afford that at a big game. I don't think Ozil was that bad. I thought Mkhitaryan was terrible. This is a type of game that for me epitomises why Ozil gets frustrated because the amount of times... Bamiang looked like he was about to make that run. Ozil just slipped it past the defensive line and he stopped running. I mean, and that's going to make Ozil look bad, like he's made a bad pass. When he's looking for his play to make the run, that's, that's, that's his entire job. But, yeah. And I, anyway. I also want to... I just feel so sorry for Maitland-Niles. Yeah, See, yeah. Imagine being 20 years old, central midfielder, being chucked in as a left-back against Man City. Yeah, Maritz of all players. And then... On his debut... Within, he got no... Pour one out. Pour one out for uh, Maitland-Niles. He got no protection from Mkhitaryan. And he was up against Mahrez and Carl Walker. And the poor guy, within 35 minutes, I don't even think he was injured. I mean, he just wanted out. He just wanted... Tapping out, tapping out. Paul Walker was going 100 miles an hour. It's crazy. Um, You you guys have a... Hold on. You haven't just, just, like, sorted out your bets. We've got a Lacazette versus a Bamiyang bet here. But what's what's the winner get? I think we'll yeah. just stick with that £40 bottle of whiskey. £40 bottle of whiskey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I was worried when Lacazette didn't start. I thought, oh no, what have I done? But after watching them both, I'm like, okay. We, Lacazette, might, we both might lose. Lacazette yeah. should. <laughs> Lacazette with one goal each. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man City, why don't we talk about them for a little bit? Um, like we said, Raheem Sterling. We're only on 40 minutes. Oh. Uh, what do you want to do then? Not talk about Man City. <laughs> well, I think we've talked about the game. Well, Man we talk- City, we, we obviously, same old. They were, they're not even fully at full strength. Are you recording? Yeah. They're not at full strength. But again, it seems like anyone can come into that 11 and they know their system now. They're, they're all drilled. Yeah, oh, they're, they're, they're scary. They're scary. Let's just hope the, the wheels come off. Was it, was, well, was, wasn't their best game? Wasn't their best game? No, uh, they're playing Arsenal. We <laughs> were supposed to be one of the better teams. So, and they still made them ordinary. Um, um, well, just just quick just quick to that um, comparing Liverpool to Man City does Liverpool look like um, we were going to speak about Liverpool yeah I was about to talk, oh, talk about Liverpool boom yeah uh, Liverpool um, 4-0 against West Ham do they look like they could challenge so I have to obviously as the person who's backed them to go and win the league which fills me with hate but I, I still think having watched them it's um, Liverpool's year <laughs> unfortunately I still think they have a good chance West Ham Made it so easy for them. Yeah, it's yeah. so easy. It was outrageous. Point to one of them goals where you thought, oh, that's a that's a class goal right there. I think West Ham just gave it to them. Oh, yeah, just... I I think what's happened is Pellegrini plays a certain system, and rather than play at the halfway change, line, chain rather than change, but he simplifies it. He says start on the penalty area. So you, they they call it a high line, but it, it's actually they just use the penalty area as their line. I think he's just given this game a bye and said, look, we're going to lose. Probably. But it's better we try and drill the system in. And I, I'll be honest, I think West Ham threw, like, didn't... They, they could they have adjusted. Away, yeah, yeah they, they were like, well, we're rather... Because we're going to lose what... They probably thought, we're going to lose whatever we do. And we might as well at least try this system so that for the, the following games, they drill it in a bit. Right? This is a team who potentially could finish seventh. They could be one of the best... You were saying last week, probably the, one of the best teams out of the top six. And they're already going, we're, we're going to lose it already against Liverpool, so we're just going to do it. I think like, you're, 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 you're wondering the season if, Liverpool away is, is it's a as, as it comes. It's a killer. Well, I, you're, saying, you're saying that they've seen this as, a, as sort of almost a buy. I kind of think that they've been drilling this, all right, we're going to put the line at the penalty box, um, or the penalty spot, excuse me. But then we're like, all right, what's level two when they get past you? Yeah. And they haven't got quite got to that. They all turn around and look and like, no, what do we do they, next? They, they, just sort of free kick where they put the high line ahead of the wall of the free kick. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, I was like, there's a high line, but you've still got an early offside. <laughs> I have to say, though, my, my highlight of that game was Navi Keita. 
Hey, I said, you know, I was texting you earlier. Weird shaped body, isn't it? No, but I was texting before the game, be like, I'm excited. Like, I've heard a lot about this guy. He's class. He, I am super excited about watching him play football because he is actually class. And I'm worried when I when I see him. If he feels like a little bit of a missing piece, I think he's got a bit of a baggy touch. I wouldn't say he's class. He's got a lot of energy. The guy can run for ages. He's powerful for that his, small his frame. Movement, his movement and his passing. It's exactly what you want in that system. Exactly yeah. what you want in that I think he fits. He, oh, he's he, he he's going to be unbelievable. Um, I, I, I think... I felt a lot this weekend that a lot of the pundits on Match Day and Sky Sports had already written their notes before the game was kicked <laughs> yeah. off. Because they kept... Wow, he's how, fast. <laughs> they were like, oh, how good he's passing. And then they showed the highlight of him passing to Robertson, who then passed the ball in for the goal. And I was like... But that was an obvious pass. Like, no, I'm not saying it was a bad yeah, pass. It yeah. is a good pass, but yeah. he wasn't threatening. Had either. he not played that pass, you'd scream. Mm. So I, I do think there's an element of they were saying, "What a great pass!" He knows when to play it. He knows when not to. And I was thinking, but 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 actually, I, but you say you not. say that, but he dribbled into that position to make that pass. It wasn't like he was right it's, there. It's yeah. all like it's his movement all the way before. It's the it's the tw- thirty seconds earlier than that when he really knows what's going to happen. He's already seen the pitch. He's going to see space. I'm going there because I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to. He already knows what yeah. he's going to do. Yeah. That's what's scary. And I, I think he can we, can, he could be a great. I know. Great I know West Ham didn't really do so much, but can we talk about the defense? Um, talk about the goalkeeper Van Dijk. Anything? What for Liverpool? Yeah, I mean, was there anything in the game that you kind of thought, like, maybe this is good, maybe this is bad? West Ham never really offered anything. Nah, so it was, quite fun. Just, it was an easy game. For yeah, it was an easy, easy run in. Although, Salah got off the mark. Although, in fairness, when it was 1-0, West Ham had some good chances. Arnautovic shows himself as he could be a top yeah, four player. He could be. Yeah. He, he's, 30. he's 30. He's 30 now, so yeah. he might have missed his chance. But yeah. Can Henderson get... Who's Henderson going to take out? Because Milner looked really Milner good. Milner did look great, but why now, is a, he's a rotation player, isn't he? Yeah, so, yeah, for he's sure. Pretty absent from the whole thing. What did um, we think of Wilshire? Just a game he could, he just it, couldn't. Get it, in. it was. Not, I mean, if you can't, if you can't play properly, like in our, if you can't get in the Arsenal team and do basically what he had to go and do in this, which was between him and Noble, like you just watched his highlights. And poor Noble, the guy's just stuck in the middle against two or three players every single time because Wilshire's gone off running somewhere or. Declan Rice, who's meant to be a centre back, he's like nineteen. Is now yeah, he's gone funny starting lineup. Really weird. Really weird. You had uh, Philippe Anderson. It was the first time I've really watched him play. Lot of energy. He clearly, gets, clearly he tries gets. to beat people. He he seems to have a bit about him. weren't too convinced on Antonio. I don't think. I'm not sure what they were doing with him and Hen- uh, Fredericks on the right because that in theory that's two attacking right backs right. Mid, it just didn't seem like they knew what they were doing. Why is um, Trent Alexander Arnold taking free kick? Because he is unbelievable. And he nearly scored it. Yeah. Have you seen him? The guy pass. The guy take he, a free kick. I'm, I'm saying it looked great, but I didn't see that coming. I mean, he scored one last, last season. season. Yeah. yeah, he scored in his um, on his Champions League debut. Yeah, put him in. Get him in the side. Yeah. Right, I have got a quick quiz for you boys. Um, it's your turn this week, is it? Well, yeah, it's my turn because neither of you could be asked to do it. Um, <laughs> I like just taking part. Yeah, well, there you go. The, the, you're going to enjoy this because this isn't. Um, this is going to be much fun. Or? I don't know. Can you? I mean, well, I don't know what's on your. No. Side. Well, so basically, as I established earlier, you two big, big, big Man United fans. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> you Uh-oh. both are very knowledgeable. You've clearly shown yourself to be on a different level than me at this. Uh, Smell the sarcasm stuff. coming. Yeah, yeah, go on. So this game is... Carlin Cup game. <laughs> <laughs> 1986, Carlin Cup uh, Almost there. This is the starting 11 of the 1999 FA Cup final. FA Cup final? FA How Cup are we doing final. this? Are we doing 1-1-1-1? One, 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 one? How are we doing this? Uh, I, think as, I think it's just a collective. I think pick some of the easy ones out. Sheringham. Um, scored. He was not in the starting 11. Oh. But he scored. There you go. So right. you've already got it wrong. Just right. Let's start with the best. Start so, start with the ones you know. So Schmeichel. Schmeichel's in. Definitely. It's the treble winning side, right? Nine nine. Yeah, but the treble Cup winning side. Yeah, this is the treble close. winning side. It was against Newcastle. Yeah, it was two, two, two nil. Two nil against two nil, Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Gary Neville. Gary Neville. Yeah. Um, Rio Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand. Nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah. Yep. Stan. Yep. Stan. Of course. No, he no. didn't start. He didn't start. There you go. See, the reason why I picked this one out is because I think the Champions League final would have been much easier for you. The 
uh, FA Cup final, which was I think five or six days in between it. This yeah. one's a bit more this is about Phil Neville have played then probably. Phil Just Neville's in the side. Yes. Nicky Butt. Uh, no, no. We'll go Roy Keane. Roy Keane's in. Yeah, Paul Scholes. Yeah. David Beckham. David Beckham. Yeah. Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs. Dwight York. Andy Cole. That must have been the front two. Uh, Andy Cole is. Yeah, just stop yelling names out. Yeah. You, you said that's the game. Think about it. So just that, Andy, yeah. Andy Cole. We'll go Solskjaer. Solskjaer started, yeah. We'll go. So now we just need the, the back need line. The back, yeah. So we we'll just need the centre backs. <laughs> yeah, and they're the toughest ones out there. So I'll go Ronnie Johnson. Ronnie Johnson oh, is a center back. Was that the days of Blanc? Would that have been? No, no Blanc it wasn't Ronnie Johnson. So, uh, so, so one more. Hold on, let me just run down the team you've just gone for. You've got Peter Schmeichel, yeah. Gary Neville, Ronnie Johnson, Phil Neville, David Beckham, Roy Keane, Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs, Andy Cole, and Solskjaer. Newcastle would stand a chance. One more. <laughs> one more. Centre They've got a decent side. Centre back. they got a really good side. Well, we know. I mean, is it an obvious one? Or is this some left field crazy? Like Ali Adier style? Um, I don't know. Well, see, your knowledge is much better than mine. I don't know who this guy was. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, centre back. Do you want any clues? No, give me a minute. Yeah. Uh, I know you're saying good listening. This doesn't make <laughs> good <laughs> podcast listening. So, no, who fine. was our centre back? So we would have had Yep, Sam, Ronnie Johnson. I can't think of any of them. Who are they? Do you want me to t- tell you the bench? Will that give you any idea? Potentially. Yeah, so yeah. The, on your bench, you had your goalkeeper, which is uh, Raymond van der Gaal. Yeah. Uh, Yap Stam. Midfield, uh, Jesper Blomqvist. Jasper Blomqvist. Blomqvist. Jasper Blomqvist. Yeah. Teddy Schoening came on after the ninth minute yeah. for Roy Keane. Yeah. Um, and Dwight York. Teddy Schoening got man of the talk. match. It's not a lot of subs. <laughs> no, it's only, it's it's only, yeah, it's only five. Yeah. Yes. Only five. Uh, who was the centre back? Who was the centre back? I can't have a clue. Who was the centre back in the Champions League? I can't even think. It was Yapstan, but it wasn't Yapstan. Really Yapstan. I know. I, I can picture him. It's. Uh, He's English. On it. Uh, I just keep thinking He's, people like Bruce. Yeah, I just keep his, his surname is the month of the year. May. David. Oh, David May. <laughs> David May. Oh, I knew it. I was thinking. He wasn't the centre back. He was for the final, yeah. David May. Oh, but he didn't play centre back. That wasn't the guy I had in my head. That's tough. He was centre back and blonde, wasn't he? David May. Yeah, yeah he was. I yeah. was thinking of a blonde guy, but not David May. There you go. There you so, go. Which is, uh, I, I picked that one because there was this basically the two centre backs. Yeah, and also because Teddy Sheridan would have, you would have thought he would start, but after nine minutes. Oh. When Danny um, said Rio Ferdinand, <laughs> <laughs> I was panicking. <laughs> All aboard the hype train. Uh, hype train is uh, our segment where we're just going to pick uh, players that we, for whatever reason, um, we have just gone on the hype train. We love them. We think they're great, um, or we think they're going to be great, and we want to get on there early. So. Um, we can tell everyone that we knew they were great way back when. Um, Dan, who's on your hype train? Well, unfortunately, everyone is <laughs> probably the same one that's on everyone else's. And we've talked about him loads. It was going to be Neves. Is he a hype train, though? Because he was, he was pretty successful last season. I think everyone's getting on the hype now. Every, literally, uh, everyone's putting him in his fantasy team. Everyone's jumping on, on board. Okay. Neves is, is on the hype train, for sure. Uh, I put him borderline, because I think he was... He well, he's on Danny's hype train, that could yeah. be on yours. No, but the I mean, train's like, further behind well, than yours, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're no. on the platform with him, you're not quite on the train. No, no, not, I don't think he, it's more to do with the fact that Wolves absolutely smashed the championship last year and he was their player of the season. It's not, it's not like, All right. it's not a, it's not a sort of left I've got, field I've got choice. a left field one if you want me to go for a yeah, I want, I, left I want, field, never heard of him, I'll, I'll take That's that. what I want, like, All right. it should be like, All right. right, I'm going for it, John McGinn. Aston Villa just signed him. Who? Scottish guy. Exactly. Who's he played for? Just signed, he just signed for Aston Villa. He is a Scottish guy. I think he came from Hips, maybe. He is class. Got an assist against Wigan. There you go. He is class. He's going to be big. He'll be in the Premier League in a few years' time. John McGinn said it. On my hype train, I was super, super, super excited about this fella coming in on transfer deadline day. Um, Everton's signing off. Uh, World Cup hero, 
uh, not to England, uh, Colombian centre-back Yeri Mina. Wow. Three goals in three games in the World Cup. I'm so glad he's in. He's going in my side ASAP. Um, hopefully he plays. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Chigelka's got a red card. So there you go. Get on that hype train. I'm telling you, get on him now. He's 5.0. He's not too expensive. He's 5.5. It's too expensive. He's not, he oh, he's he's not a... too expensive. It's still all right. Um, I this wasn't a fantasy podcast. Nah, no. Stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to put him in. I'm telling you, he's going to be banging him in. I don't care. He's going to... Everton going to concede every week, but he's going to be scoring... <laughs> Header after header after header. All aboard the hype train for Yerry Minna. All right, fair enough. Mark, yeah. who's yours? Well, I've already mentioned him. Philip Neves. Neves. Ruben Neves. Philip Neves. He's a brother. He plays for Barnet FC. Let's not talk Barnet. Yeah, let's not. They lost. It wasn't So we said we'd do a section on Barnet. But three games into the season... Naively, I thought, well, Barnet got relegated. They got the most successful conference manager ever. But we've lost two and drawn one in the yeah. first three games. So let, we'll postpone once Barnet actually starts. <laughs> yeah, then we'll start the second. Yeah. Well, we'll go into them later on in the year. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go watch them play Salford in the hope that we can get the Nevilles. Possibly do an on-site pod. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Get the Nevilles on the, on the podcast. Um, so yeah, mine is the Arsenal David Luiz lookalike, who I'm probably going to need help pronouncing his name. Gwendozi? Gwendozi, yeah. No, yeah. Gwendozi, I think, Gwendozi. yeah. Gwendozi. Yeah. What I, a doozy he is. <laughs> it just, <laughs> it just, I don't know, just seeing him on the weekend, I, I, straight away I was like... It is so weird, you cannot, like, that is David Luiz, isn't it? It's, it's, hard, it, it's not just the hair, it's the face, everything. Yeah, it just looks it's like... Just, Fair enough, that's your hype train. That's- Goal! We'll do our front three, back four, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dan, do you want to go first? Sure. Front three. Mine's a bit of a... Well, it's not out of left field. It's football related. So, as, as always, shock horror. Um, mine, something that I'm really excited about. Um, it's probably going to be really disappointing. Um, next week, I think, 17th, whenever that is, in a few days, from when we're recording now. It'll be a few days ago from when this podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the time we release Whenever iTunes sorts themselves out. Yeah. It's the 17th of October. <laughs> uh, there's a new documentary on Amazon Prime called All or Nothing, and it's the Man City documentary. And regardless of the fact that I don't like them, it actually, I watched the trailer and I cannot wait to watch that because it's like a behind-the-scenes look at... And he comes is. across as a real good Man United fan. He's <laughs> got a Liverpool top on, cheering them to win the league. <laughs> he, he thinks Rio Ferdinand won the treble. <laughs> he, he's, and now he can't wait for Man City. It's all on no, that. No, like, listen, it's the only documentary coming out and it happens to be Man City-related. But it's going to be good because they started filming it where before, obviously they didn't know they were going to go out and win the league, break records, whatever. It's all like behind-the-scenes footage. And I just think it'd be really interesting to see what Pep's like. It's like a really in-depth look at how he is and his coaching, and I just I'm actually really excited because that's going to sort my commute to work out. That's my front three. Back four. Uh, we kind of talked about it: refereeing in the Premiership, <laughs> just in general. It's always it, bad. We miss VAR. Yeah, yeah bring it, was, it back. There's literally ten examples <laughs> Arsenal come up with a penalty that. with there was VAR. Ah, oh, just so many bad. I'm not going to go into it. We've talked about it, but just so many bad decisions. It had to go in at some point in the season. I thought I'd get it over and done with. Mark, who's in your front three? Well, Wayne Rooney. So, oh, yeah. DC United aren't exactly the best team. They're not? They're actually the worst <laughs> in, in, yeah. in the MLS. So, Rooney, I, I was trying to work out why DC had sent their goalkeeper and everyone up for the corner because it was 2-2. So, I thought, okay, let me check. But apparently, it is, they just don't like draws. <laughs> They're bottom of the league. I think they've won five games. They've... They just really didn't want to draw. So they sent everyone up for this corner. Rooney on the edge of the area. The ball gets cleared. Runs half the length of the field to make a great slide tackle. The guy pretty much running through. Could have run through on an open goal. I don't think he actually even realised it was an open goal. If you watch it, he's running to the corner flag. And then uh, Rooney makes a great tackle. Wins the ball. Runs about six, seven yards. Does a great cross to the far post. And Almost like his goal from halfway. Kind of. Oh, it was class. Yeah. It was absolutely it was, class. It was just a moment which, like, in the MLS, it, at the moment, it's all about Zlatan. So Zlatan's on all the adverts in America. He, he's come with a big hype. Rooney's sort of come a bit under the radar. DC wanted a big sign-in, so they signed Rooney. 
but you just see the difference. He doesn't necessarily have that same class as Zlatan. He's just scoring, doing volleys, like just doing what Zlatan does. Rooney just shows that extra bit of work ethic and then still can produce a bit of quality at the end of it. So I think the guy, he does need a win. He's time at, he's time at Everton. He just sort of, he sort of left England in a, in a bit of a shame. Like he's yeah. one of the best England players of our. Mm. That's harsh. I think, no, I, think, think I, I agree. I he's think one of the greatest players we've ever had. He didn't, oh, get, absolutely. He didn't absolutely. get a proper farewell from England. Probably. Like, right, probably like, right. He kind of just left. Like, there was still United, he didn't get a proper farewell from like, United. He's a top, top ever goal scorer. It's going to yeah. be a long time before someone beats that. And it, it was kind of Marco Silva came in and sort of dangled a bit of hope. Like Rooney's not totally out of my plans. And so I don't think there was a real goodbye because there was still that doubt whether he was actually yeah. going anywhere. Um, back four back four so uh, one I've got two so, go for two go on alright let you have it first, against the rules but allow it so the first one of my back four is uh, the loss of uh, people close to us so um, this this is a non-football related thing um, last you're getting two right? yeah it, this is actually quite sad um, oh gosh so, oh, wow. yeah so, so Smash Brothers is coming out at the end of the year. <laughs> I wonder where this is going. <laughs> and so they're going to have every character that was ever in any Smash Brothers, plus some new ones. So last week they did a trailer to announce some Castlevania characters. And they released a trailer. But during the trailer, they killed Luigi. Ooh. And no one seemed to pick up that this, this might actually cause a bit of stir. And everyone was like, I know you've announced some new characters, but you announced them by killing Luigi. And so there was a bit of a stir, and Nintendo have come out and said, no, no, Luigi's fine, he's going to be in the game. But that doesn't remove from the fact that they killed him in this just to announce some new characters. So oh, that's, that's rest, rest in peace, Luigi. Yeah. Oh, I think Paul went out for Luigi. Absolutely. Paul went out. Um, your other bet for My other one, it's, mu- it's as much a, and something that just, I don't like in football. Um, that we, we, uh, us in the media, we, we, <laughs> you think you are, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, but just pundits, they assess how well a club is run by what, like the results, and I know there is a link, but, well, isn't no, that how you judge that, how let, let, good let me, a team is? No, but let yeah. me, let me explain what I mean, so West Ham, that in, in certain other podcasts and other newspapers, they were making out that the reason West Ham were playing a high back line and so just didn't realise Liverpool would tear them apart is due to the ownership. And I, I, I'm just like, we used to say, like Southampton's a good example. They sold their best players every year and it was like, oh, because they managed to replace them and just managed to keep the results, like, oh, it's very, very well played, they're doing well. Then they have a bit of trouble and it's like, oh, they shouldn't have, shouldn't be running a club like that. They're running them into the ground. And... I, you, if you're if you're a club and you've got bad owners, you can still get good results. Like I'm not saying Watford's the ideal way to run a club, but they seem to be in a good position. So all our pundits say, well, Watford's the way you should go. Just sack your manager four times a season. Just sign players, have a partner club abroad. But as soon as Watford get relegated, they'll jump on the bandwagon of that's not how you should run a club. It's terrible, terrible. So, so you're back for the media pundits. The the way they they. Jumped on the West Ham. You know you're insulting us, right? Yeah. <laughs> I count myself as one of those now. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I said we, we at the media, so we have to fight it internally. <laughs> and you <laughs> listeners can help us with this. But it's just how quick they jumped on the West Ham ownership after the result. And I thought we do this so often. Right. In my front three is um, Weatherspoons. Um, wow. I have just found out Weatherspoons Twitter, and it is it's quite... It's quite something. Is it? Yeah, it's unofficial. It's not certified yet. Oh, right, okay. No, uh, no, um, the reason they're in my front three, because uh, a gentleman by the name of Lengsville, um, they tweeted at uh, Weatherspoon and said, definitely a gap in the market for gluten-free breakfast, Gatwick Airport at Weatherspoon's UK. The only hot breakfast, but no toast, sausage or hash brown. Not an exciting start to a honeymoon. Weatherspoon's responded by saying, hi at Lengsville. I expect that your new wife is sitting across from you at the airport about to set off for her honeymoon as you sit and tweet us in the airport about a lack of gluten-free options for breakfast. She is thinking, not an exciting start to her life, 
Poor girl. <laughs> Weatherspoons is uh, roasting people on a regular. Um, <laughs> they're doing a James Blum. <laughs> doing a James Blum. Yeah, so... Um, is it, are there actually, is there multiple examples where they're just roasting people? Uh, they we, just, need to, we need to start following that. Yeah, yeah they're just I quite think, funny. I think there's a few companies now that have decided to go off Twitter, and the moment they decided that, a few unofficial Jump, accounts... Jumped on. So I think, they're, I, th- I think I've seen something similar with Aldi. They came off Twitter, so someone thought, okay, I'm going to be the Aldi UK and oh. just roast people who... Cause <laughs> as we all do it. We use Twitter to complain. Yeah. It, that's, that's the only reason you'll follow a big company is just to moan at them when you've had bad service. Yeah. So as soon as a big company says, no, we don't like the negativity, we're off Twitter, someone jumps in, sets one up, and just abuses the customers. <laughs> <laughs> actually quite like Rightly it. so. That's good. People need to man up on Twitter. Um, there's actually a really good WH Smith. Uh, it's for, we'll do it another day. There's a really funny WH Smith Twitter as well. Yeah. It's also an unofficial piss take one, and it's it's fantastic. Um, in my back four is um, everyone on the PGA Tour. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but Tiger's back. He came second in uh, the PGA Championship. <laughs> and is that why he's in the back four? That's why, no, he's definitely, he's not in the back four, but everyone else is. Because he's back, and when Tiger's doing good, golf is better to watch, so I hear. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's going to be back on top. He made it second in the PGA Championship. Um, it's the highest he's been in any Grand Slam for a number of years. Have you ever watched golf? Of well, course, yeah. I like watching the Open. Uh, sometimes right, I watch which the is a good Cup. point on this PGA. What channel was it on? It was on Sky. It's on Sky every year. No, but I don't think this one was on Sky. It was. It was Sky Sports. Okay, then I. I, I've got a friend who was ranting about something that's wrong. (laughs) I'm sure I saw at least the highlights. Well, I I saw people moaning that it wasn't on Sky Sports or. well, because as soon as Tiger was doing well, there was people wanting to watch it, and there was like there was no live coverage. So I'll give you that. When when Tiger is. Like Tiger is such a big name. Yeah. When he is back and when he's doing his thing, obviously you then get all the armchair fans and all the casual fans want to come back and want to see it just in case he makes history and you want to kind of be there. But and it's also nice to see a black man do well in life. <laughs> um, why don't we go to our fantasy football uh, talk and yeah, we'll finish off with that. that. Yeah. Let's get through that quite quick. Um, so we've actually made an all talk FC team. Um, and what yeah. we did was an auto select uh, for our for the players in our team. We stuck with it, uh, captain included, um, and whoever gets the most out of our personal uh, fantasy football teams gets to make the sub this week. Um, so if you want to have a look at our team, go to the All Talk FC uh, uh, Twitter, <laughs> account. Twitter, yeah, account Twitter account and see where and join up to our league. We'll, we'll at All Talk FC, no longer at All. Talk we got FC. the one. We, we got, got it one. back. Yes. <laughs> um, and then you can see. So Danny got the most out of our um, fantasy football teams this week. So luckily, so. Good. What is your sub this week? Uh, you will be shocked to hear I've decided. Choo choo! <laughs> I'm going to get rid of Pascal Gross <laughs> because he's overpriced and playing Man United, and I'm bringing the the hype train that is Ruben Neves. Boom! Thank you very much. Who's your captain this week? Well, I, I was going to ask you this. So, am I allowed? Are we allowed it's to now change? Yeah, you're so I can change the team. Yeah. I can change my captain. So the One captain... sub, and then you can select the team. Okay, uh, fine. So I, I already, I already swapped um, Kepa oh, for De Gea. Oh, so you did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, no ask for forgiveness and yeah. for permission. Um, captain, well, it's on Tossin, to be honest. I'm not really sure who I'm going to get captain to, but I might just leave it on leave him. It. Yeah. I might just leave it on him. He did all right last week, so I'll probably leave it. Yeah. Wonderful. Can I just, just shout out before we finish that? Please. Um, Mark lost against the auto the auto pick team and in it fact was Chris, the story of the two Southampton defenders so Chris jumped on Benderak and I jumped on Cedric Cedric who come off after 55 minutes never got the clean sheet got one point Benderak didn't even start which meant our four million pound defender with 12, points. With 12 points meant Chris just beat the all talk FC team and I didn't you two so. are terrible this game well, we don't use scout sites. And oh, come off it. I don't use scout sites. We don't use scout sites. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're pure natural. What are you yeah. on about? Yeah. Uh, anyway, jealous. We'll see at the end of the season when I beat you all again. Hey. I just thought it was worth maybe a forfeit to lose against on the first week against an auto-pick team. I don't know. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Have a think. After the fact. Isn't it? Yeah. Good stuff, boys. I think we've, uh, we should just wrap that up. Um, follow us all on All Talk FC. Oh, Results League. Oh, one more results league. 
Um, big one. Big one, big one, big one. Let's get through this quick because it's taking forever. Um, so, my prediction of 3 0 to Huddersfield, 3 uh, 0 to Chelsea beating Huddersfield, uh, was correct. So, I get three points for that. Congratulations. Woo! Sure. I was close. I picked 2 0, 2 1 to Bournemouth, and it finished 2 0 to Bournemouth. That's still so, one I get point. one point. Um, <clears throat> less said about Southampton Burnley. And, and Danny, I went Danny for a 1-0. predicted Southampton to go down. <laughs> went for a Southampton 1-0 win, yes. And to be fair, it was 0-0. So, yeah, no points. No points for Danny. 0 uh, point. 0 point. Um, who do you pick for next week's fixtures? Am I going first? Go for it I've if you've got it in your mind. Um, yeah. I, I need the points on the board, so I'm going safe. I'm going to do it. I'm going Man City to beat Huddersfield. Oh, Huddersfield, the whipping boys. And I'm going 5-0. 5-0. 5-0. <laughs> Being conservative. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Mark. Who's yours? I am going Burnley to beat Watford 1-0. Ooh, wow, I'm not sure about that. You say 3-1? 1-0. No way. It's early on a Sunday. They'll have just come out of church. They'll be, they'll be relaxed. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers to beat Leicester City... Uh, 2-1 oh. Do you know what? I was, I was, that was my second pick I was have gone Wolves as well yeah, yeah, All yeah. aboard that high Man City versus Huddersfield Yeah, yeah, yeah That was your second pick Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was. <laughs> I just need the points on the board So yeah, that's fair enough You've gone big Wolves, what was the score? 2-1 uh, 2-1 Alright we'll, Never we'll, to get We'll lock much. it in Mark, have you made that spreadsheet yet? Yeah right, Once we get a bit more data in it I'll make some charts and stuff But <laughs> we've only got one result So <laughs> Yeah, as a data analyst, it can't be that exciting to look at just yet. No, yeah, wonderful. Right, we're going to try and get more efficient at this. Do this quicker. It's been a pleasure, Mark. Thank you. It's been a pleasure, Dan. Thanks very much. Hey, see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>